Hi, I'm Colin Schantz, CEO of Copper Tree Solutions. I'm here today with Melinda Hutchinson, our professional services manager, and we'll be talking about best practices for utilizing Microsoft Teams. A lot of organizations have adopted Microsoft Teams over the last number of years. What are some of the things that people should be watching out for as they think about implementing Teams in their organization? Teams is really easy to adopt. And one of the mistakes a lot of organizations make is they allow it to be a free for all. People get in there, they wanna play with it. They start creating teams, they start creating channels. And before you know it, you just have this big mess on your hands. You've got data all over the place. You don't know where things are. So it needs to be implemented in a controlled way. And the best way to do that, there's two sides to this. One is you should always have an internal champion and somebody responsible for knowing when to create a team, uh, You know what, what the company's goals are with the product, having an idea of what tools you're trying to consolidate into what place, what kind of work environment you, you're, you're trying to create, what your team structures are, for example, within the organization. And I think the easiest way of getting people used to using the tool is to start with a single team, one large organizational team, especially for small, medium-sized businesses, where you can more organically learn how the tool works. And as you see needs to start peeling off different conversations, uh, you do that in channels within within Teams, and then you can get fancier after that. So instead of just turning it on and setting people free to use it as they see fit, have a bit of a strategy and a plan going into it. Absolutely, especially when it comes to the actual data, like the actual documents themselves. So if you intend on using Teams to do a lot of document collaboration. Every team has an associated SharePoint site. And so you don't want to have data across all these SharePoint sites. People leave the organization. You have orphan teams with information, vital information, information you've paid people to create sitting someplace where nobody can find it. So I think that's the probably the biggest challenge that we've seen is just, you know, there's a team created for every possible thing you could imagine. It's not manageable and it gets really messy and after a while, it just gets out of hand and it requires a lot of time and a lot of energy to, to come together and clean that up. Absolutely. I mean, in some cases, you'll have an organization of 16 people and they have 10 teams. I'm challenged to see how that's possible, how a, a small organization would require that many teams. I mean, there may be exceptions, but in general, you probably want to start with one and then maybe have a channel you know, for specific teams. Um, if there's no reason to segregate it, if you're not worried about people seeing other people's conversations or accessing data there's no reason to to sprawl it all out across across an organization. So what do you see as a good way to kind of segment the organization? Is it by department or by role or how do you how do you typically kind of lay out the the teams? I think the most common one is by department um, or sometimes even smaller subsections of teams. A lot of that has to do with how your organization works. Uh, you might have a marketing a committee, for example. Maybe you want to have uh, departments, but then you have a marketing committee or a standards committee or a group of people that have a, a particular goal or agenda. Now, whether or not it requires its own team or whether or not you have a channel, and a channel is within a team. It's just a, a way of organizing conversations, really. You've mentioned the teams versus channels thing a few times. What's the difference? I assume you can you can assign permissions and people to channels as well as teams. Uh, can you elaborate on that that difference a little more? 
Yeah, so by default, a channel is just a, a bucket or a way of organizing conversations and documents in its own little segregated spot. However, more recently, Microsoft has released the ability to lock down channels. So it used to be as simple as if you're a member of a team, you can see all the channels within a team um, and you can choose your notification level as a user. So maybe I'm not as interested in following this set of conversations, so I don't want notifications for that. I want notifications for, for another section, maybe, I don't know, the marketing section. So it was a way for people to control what noise they get from from the application, but not necessarily restrict my access to the information. The other difference would be every team has a dedicated SharePoint site. So again, a channel will have a locked folder in the SharePoint site as opposed to having a whole other SharePoint site. And there are advantages to both. So if you create a channel instead of a team, um, it's it's creating folders within the SharePoint site and it's just you know, it's easier to manage another folder than it is to manage yet another site within SharePoint. That, correct. And it's easier from a user's perspective. All your communications are in one place. You're not flipping back and forth within the application now, multiple teams. I'm one person and I'm part of five teams. It's really difficult to manage your notifications or to see what's going on. It's much easier if it's all in one place. So simple first and only expand on it as required. One of the things we focus on here at Copper Tree is finding ways to leverage technology to help our clients move their business forward and, and really increase efficiency and, and collaboration within their company. Uh, Microsoft Teams is an area that we've seen a lot of opportunity, and we've also seen a lot of organizations somewhat struggling a little bit in how to use it. So what we do as part of our VCIO services or strategic planning services is we work with our clients to understand what are they really trying to achieve as an organization? What are their goals? What are their plans? Um, and we look at teams and, and we find ways to manage it. Let's put a strategy in place and, and set up the proper teams, the proper channels and implement it in a way that, that it, it is manageable over time and it doesn't become this kind of monster that, that gets away. Thanks for joining us today as we talk about best practices for Microsoft Teams. Please visit our website at coppertreesolutions.ca to learn more.